Welcome to the Earth Matters Podcast, the show that empowers and inspires you to become the best you can be so you can unlock and share that special gift only you have to make Earth a better place. I'm your host, Ivan, and I invite you to tune in regularly so together we can overcome the impossible and build a better world for all of us. Ready? Let's go. Can you imagine being in an experiment where you are the lab rat or the guinea pig? Hey guys, it's Ivan, and I wanted to talk to you about GMOs or genetically modified organisms. Now, genetically modified organisms were introduced back in the 80s and um, they have become very, very popular and they are widely used among, you know, all kinds of different kinds of foods. And uh, a lot of you have seen my GMO song uh, or have watched the video as well. But uh, I felt like three minutes were just not enough to go over certain things about GMOs. So I wanted to talk specifically about four myths surrounding GMOs and uh, three tips also on how to avoid them. Now let's get into it. The first myth you'll hear chemical companies say is that GMOs are here to solve the world, uh, you know, the world crisis on food or the food crisis that comes from, you know, overpopulation and world hunger and all this stuff. Now, first keep in mind that these are not altruistic companies. These are companies that came from Second World War, most of them, and uh, they developed very, very toxic uh, chemicals like uh, DDT, Agent Orange, Aspartame, etc. And uh, quickly they, you know, they realized that they needed uh, to get into a different line of business. And so they got into food and now they produce food. But um, these are the type of companies that we're dealing here with, you know, that we're dealing with here. And uh, when they say that they're going to solve the world hunger, um, they have been around for, you know, a few decades and world hunger has actually increased significantly. And it is due to the fact that there is more inequality in around the world. So the problem with food crisis is not that there's not enough food. I've never gone to the supermarket and, you know, where there's no, oh, there's no lettuce, you know, or there's no kale or there's no eggs or whatever. Uh, those kinds of problems, you don't find them in the, you know, in the first world countries. Um, and uh, the problem is that a lot of people do not have the resources or the money to purchase those products. That's the real problem, you know, the inequality. So um, if these companies really wanted uh, to solve that problem, they would have taught those people how to farm, how to, you know, generate their own crops and how to be self-sufficient. Uh, so this is not the purpose of these companies, of course. And uh, which brings me to the second uh, myth. The second myth is that GMOs actually have higher yields. In other words, they can produce more uh, with uh, the same amount of agricultural land. So uh, in other words, a GMO crop is supposed to deliver more uh, corn, uh, for example, than a conventional corn or than uh, an organic corn. Now, nothing can be further from the truth here. There are several studies now showing that uh, GMO crops and uh, conventionals and uh, organics uh, do not have uh, higher yields from each other. In fact, uh, there are some circumstances where organics seem to do better than uh, the other two specifically like when it, when there's drought or on certain conditions. So uh, GMOs do not have higher yields uh, than their counterparts. 
Now, the third myth that you'll find is that GMOs help reduce the amount of pesticides that farmers need. And in this case, we all know that pesticide use has become a really, really big problem. We, have, we are now actually have superbugs who are resistant to these pesticides because we have just really, really overdone the uh, pesticides. Uh, so uh, what has happened is that crops that have pesticides in them, like the Bt corn, now require additional pesticides because the bugs are now resistant to the Bt corn. And uh, on top of that, the, uh, the production of pesticides and the use of pesticides have has really tripled, quadrupled around the world. So uh, GMOs have done nothing um, to, to, to improve uh, the pesticide use. Uh, in fact, it's, you know, the opposite seems to be true. Now, the fourth myth that you'll hear chemical companies say is that GMOs are equivalent to their natural counterparts. And let me tell you, wow, this is really convenient for them because they actually have patents. Um, they actually profit from the patents. So the seeds are significantly different, uh, so different that they require a patent that they can exploit and they can you know, make money from. Uh, but when it comes to consumption, that's us, uh, when we're going to consume a product, uh, they feel like uh, we shouldn't know. We, we don't need to know. It would be more uh, you know, confusing for the uh, consumer to know which uh, crops are uh, GMOs and which crops are not and which products have uh, genetically modified organisms inside of them. So uh, they feel like you shouldn't know and they have done all kinds of efforts in order to keep you in the dark. So those are the four myths that surround GMOs. So now that we've covered the four most important myths that are promoted by chemical companies, the question is, how do we avoid them? How do we avoid you know, being in this experiment? And the answer here is not a simple one, but here are some three tips that will help you navigate uh, through the supermarket. The first tip makes sense not only because of GMOs, but because it's, mm, it's no good for you. It's to avoid uh, processed foods. So, you know, avoid the Tostitos and the, you know, the chocolate chip cookies and all that stuff that comes in the box and uh, just avoid it altogether. Now, if you are going to consume it, if you still require, you know, if you still need to consume some of that, then what I encourage you to look for is the non-GMO project label, which is a third party independent um, company that uh, actually verifies that there are no GMOs inside of the product. So you, you don't know which ones have GMOs, but you at least uh, are starting to know which ones don't have them. So um, that will help you with uh, when it comes to processed foods. Now, the second tip that I have for you is to purchase organic produce. I know it's more expensive, but would you rather pay for it now and have good health or pay for it later as a hospital bill and have terrible health? So for the most part, and whenever you can, try to purchase organics. This is not only going to be healthy for you, but it's also going to drive the prices down. Uh, and so eventually uh, there might be just a turning point where organics are actually at the same price or at least similar to uh, GMOs or to conventional produce. So just keep purchasing organics uh, as much as you can and within your budget. You, you know, I would rather pay for it now and have good health 
and pay for it later and have a terrible health and have you know a hospital bill. So uh, that's the way I feel about it. And the third tip that I have for you is if you are into animal protein, uh, then purchase the best quality animal protein. For example, grass-fed beef you know, is far superior and more nutritious than uh, the regular uh, meat that you purchase at the supermarket. Uh, the regular meat that you purchase at the supermarket is from cows that have been in a confined animal feeding operation, which is not healthy for them because they don't go out in the sun as much. Uh, so they're de depleted from vitamin D. They're, they also get fed corn. Uh, most of them get fed GMO corn. Uh, that's where most of the GMO corn production goes to. Uh, it's to feed those cows in the U.S. And uh, when they are fed that corn, they become sick. Uh, they have to open up their stomachs. There's all kinds of nasty things going on there. Um, they get sick. They have to, uh, you know, they have to treat them with antibiotics. So the cow that you're eating is not very healthy. Uh, so the meat is not going to have as much nutrition as uh, grass-fed uh, meat, for instance, you know, where the cow is allowed to be out in the open. Uh, it's allowed to perch itself with uh, grass, which is its natural diet. So consider the best possible animal protein. That's all I'm saying. And uh, those are the three tips that I have to avoid uh, as much as possible uh, GMOs. So I hope these tips help you navigate through the supermarket and navigate through life. And as usual, please remember to comment, like, and share. And for those of you who want to, you know, take it a step further and participate further, I do have a Patreon page and I'll include the link for you just in case you want to contribute and become a Patreon. Thank you so much and I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Earth Matters podcast. For more information or to download my music for free, please visit earthmattersmusic.com. That's earthmattersmusic.com. I'll see you on the next one.